Here we uncover the traditions that are working for successful parents. For the parents who are ready to do things differently but aren't sure how, go to wandahoward.com and download my free blueprint. It will help you create the difference you've been looking for and enable your kids to be emotionally healthy and confident throughout their lives. Now is the time to start doing things differently. Welcome back, everybody, to the Successful Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Wanda Howard. Last week, we had on Rick Ornelas, and it was an amazing podcast all about, and I know I say that every time, but I love the guests that come on my show. They wouldn't be on here if I didn't believe in them and love them. So um, Rick Ornelas, though, he talked to us about time management was one of the things, and specifically utilizing distractions as part of the time management. So it was a really full conversation instead of getting frustrated that the distractions that come are getting in the way of the lifestyle that you're trying to create or the systems that you're trying to put in place or the good example you're trying to set for your kids, that there's actually a really cool way to start utilizing those distractions. So go listen to last week's podcast to learn more about that. In this week's podcast, what we're going to be talking about today is what about just the simple dynamics of time management for the parents who struggle with anxiety, depression, ADHD, bipolar, all the mental illnesses. This is the place for you as I know personally what it's like to have these things in your life and running constantly on how to make decisions and how to just govern your life and your day-to-day. So um, here are some options for you if you're thinking about time management and you probably know about most of these, if not all of these. So you can get rid of everything on your calendar and cancel all of your kids' activities and pull them out of school and do homeschool. And you could go move up into the mountains and move away from everything. You could do a whole lot. And so why I start there is I really, I want us to stop uh, getting stuck in this belief of this is all that there is. This is the only option. As soon as our brain here's one other option, even if it sounds crazy and totally out there of canceling everything and moving out into the mountains. As soon as you open your mind to the idea that there is a different way than what you are doing it right now, it starts to uh, problem solve. It starts to put pieces together in ways that it wouldn't have before. So that's where I start there is because just to remind your own brain that there are other options. Like you literally have the power as the governing person in your household as the adult, you can move out into the wilderness. You can cancel everything that's going on. You don't have to do what you're doing. Now, I know also all of the things that will come up of, yeah, but there's this and my kids need to have this in their lives and this is so good for them and I want them to learn this and I have to do this in my business. And I know there's so many things that require your time and attention and probably a lot of them enable you to do the things that you do love. So if that first option is not for you, don't worry, there are others. So you can also set very meticulous electronic times when a child is allowed to be on or off a device and when you are allowed to be on and off a device. You can set uh, lockdowns and alarms to remind you of the different things if you have a hard time keeping track. If you're anything like me, this also sounds a little bit Uh, frustrating because then you also have to keep track of the alarms and then you're worrying about what if I didn't set that alarm or 
I turned that alarm off yesterday because I didn't need it. Did I remember to put it on for tomorrow? And so it ends up just being another thing for your brain to kind of keep track of. Um, you could also color code your calendar that's on your wall or on your computer. You can do all sorts of organizing techniques. And there's some of them that I really love. My own OCD brain, I love when things are color coded and when it's all written out very nicely. But that also takes a lot of time. And sometimes, or just some weeks or some days, it doesn't um, get put on the calendar quite like you would like it to. And that can make you feel like you're not doing a good time at time managing as well. So if that option isn't for you, or you're already doing that, and yet you still feel like time management is a struggle, um, there are things called time budgeting. And we I did this with my family, and I really liked this where you write out all of the different segments of the day, not necessarily meticulous step-by-step everything you're going to do, but like we have eight hours for just sleeping and then we have four hours for just schooling and then we have whatever it is. You can, uh, we have like four hours for eating and it's been a little bit since I've done this exercise, so I don't remember what our exact um, frames were. But you just write out how many blocks of time that you have. And they don't necessarily have to be um, cohesive times, but just what, how much time do you expect or want to be using in these different areas of your life? Play, education, um, sleeping, health. Anyways, you can add however many you want. And then when you see those and see how many um, hours you have allocated or I don't think I said that right. But as you can see, how many different things you have allocated, there we go, to the different time slots, then you can start to move them around and put them into their places of the day that they would fit. One of the things that was really helpful and satisfying with this exercise for me was it helped remind me and my kids, like after we allocated all the time, um, and put them into like, this is how much time we'd like to put on school. This is how much time we'd like to do in our business. This is how much time we have for sleeping. This is how much time we have for playing. When we did all of that, we actually had three hours left over of just nothing, that there was nothing put there. And we actually decided to not put anything there. We really liked just all of us knowing that we had three hours leeway in our day And even though our structure stayed a lot the same, we felt a lot more capable of not being so fast paced and not being so anxious about what if we're a little bit late or what if this conversation takes a little bit longer. It helped us feel like there was more time in the day than we realized. So that was one really cool exercise is that time budgeting of just getting clear on how much time you're actually spending in each area and how much time you have left over. Um, But this still didn't or doesn't always answer all of the questions or all of the feelings of, am I managing my time well? Um, You can do checklists, and I'm sure there are so many other resources out there. But this is the thing I really wanted to focus on today, as yes, there are amazing resources and amazing calendars and like lists of things that you can do. I love checklists. Even though there's all these things, they're also adding to your schedule. They're another thing that you have to do. So why then, if we have all of these tools, do we still feel this overwhelming need to have time management and we feel anxious when we are using these tools, when we are 
doing the best that we can to have our day structured, but yet we still feel overwhelmed. We still feel anxious. We still wonder if we're going to make it to our kids' activities in time. And is every good thing going to work out? What if the (laughs) basketball team reschedules their co-op or their meeting to a different time or a different place? And what if we miss the email? All of these things that are going on in our head as we're trying to govern our business, our own personal life, and our family life. So if that's you, (laughs) if you are somebody that feels that anxious need to figure out some form of clarity and some peace in all of the chaos, this is somewhere that you can start. This is an invitation for you. And again, on my podcast, we focus on tools that are very simple and very easy, but it's usually the simple and easy things that are easy to just check off the list in our brain and be like, okay, well, I need something more real, more tangible, something. So I invite you to, when I say this, actually ask yourself if you're going to sit down and do it. Are you going to sit down and do the work required? If you do, this could take you like, I don't know, 10 minutes, maybe 15. And it really adds a lot of clarity on what the problem is. If you're not sure why, if you're doing all of the hacks and following clear scheduling grids and you're doing everything you can to have good structure, but yet you still feel that overwhelm, this exercise can help you feel like, okay, this is why I'm feeling it. This is what's happening. So here's here's the invitation. Um, I want you to realize first that when we are feeling this overwhelm of our schedule is crazy and it's everywhere, what we're really feeling is lack of control. What we're really frustrated by is we are working so hard to create something that in the end, we feel like we have very little control over. So here's the exercise. Write down all of the things that need to happen in a day. I don't care if they are things that that happen very first of the day or if they're priorities or low uh, like responsibility things that you need to do. But write down all of the things that your brain is trying to keep track of in a day. And for me, this is most easily done when I start at the beginning of the day and I say, okay, I wake up, I do journaling and scripture reading and say my prayers and do meditation and breathing. And anyways, I start writing down all of the things that are on my brain of what I want to do. And then you just go through the whole day and you don't, if you forget things, that's okay. Like don't, don't punish yourself in feeling like, oh no, I have to write down all of the things. One, when you write them out, it helps, it really does help your brain start to realize like you can remember and you're really good at staying organized inside your own head. But also, as you write it all down, you'll probably realize that there's a lot less that you have to keep track of than what it feels like in your head. Now, this, again, doesn't get rid of everything, so there's a next step to this. Um, After you write down everything that you have on your plate for that day, and if you even want to do it, you could do the next two days, three days, a whole week, however you want to do that, but write out at least the day of what responsibilities you have and what things you have to meet. It's really interesting, too, when you do this in business and all of the different requirements that you have there. But when you write that out, then just label them. You only have two labels. One of them is labeled 
um, like your wants, and one of them is labeled shoulds. Those are the only two labels you can use. You can't, you can't use any other labels. So as you go through this list, label, like you can color code it, you can label it, you can do whatever you want. You can, but label one of them, the ones that you want to do and label the other ones, the shoulds. Why this matters and what this helps with is as we're feeling overwhelmed with our schedule and all of the things going on in our life, it's usually because, again, that lack of control, that feeling of we are working tirelessly to create something. And in just the creation process, which is a messy one, we oftentimes can get sucked into a form of life that we have seen others model that we feel like we should, or there's just tedious Uh, things that need to happen that we haven't taken the time to weed them out of our lives and they easily slip in. So after you look at this list of these are all the things I want and these are all the things I should, if it does not follow this percentage, then you can know why you feel this way. At least 80% of this list needs to be wants things that you actually want to do. And then only 20% should be shoulds. The reason being is if there is more than that of the uh, more of your list is all taken up with the shoulds and the things that you feel like you have to do and this is required and this is what has to happen. Ultimately, what you're doing is you are living outside of yourself. You are living outside of your own realm of being a person. I've seen this destroy families. I've just seen this destroy relationships. I've seen this destroy so many amazing people who feel like they have to show up for everything. They have to do everything. And it's not because they don't trust people and it's not because they haven't delegated well, and it's not because there's something wrong with them. It is simply because we don't take the time to realize that we are placing things in our lives based off of shoulds. Not that anybody told us to, or there's no punishment if you don't. There's nothing else. It's just that we feel like those are needed, that those have to stay. So this, this exercise is intimidating. And I know that because it forces you to look at what is actually going on. It forces you to be willing, after you have that information in front of you, are you willing to cut out some of the shoulds? Are you willing to adjust things? And so here is some help if that stresses you out or makes you feel worried about, well, I can't do that. After you write out your list and your color coat or you label however you want to do that, all the things that you want to do, all the things that you should, sometimes you can turn shoulds into wants. So for example, um, doing the dishes. That is definitely a should for me. That is not something I want to do. Now, I can either uh, get rid of it, delegate it, or turn it into a want. That can look different. That can, it, it totally depends on who you are and what you want. But for me, at, at a time in my scheduling, I really wanted some meditation time alone. And I noticed that when I was doing the dishes, my kids didn't come up and talk with me. And I had like, yes, there was noise in the house, but I had alone time 
I had the space of just being able to look out the window and do the dishes. And that was really peaceful and nice. So I stacked it, so to speak, with something I did want because dishes, yes, they do need to be done. And, but when I stacked it with, oh, I can, I can do something I want at the same time, made it a lot more doable. Now, as time went on, kids got older, they discovered that dishes is totally a place that they could still find mom. So that became um, not, not the option anymore and not the moment that I could get meditation in. But what ended up happening then is I went back to it and I said, okay, dishes, I can't get rid of it. I don't want it. But my kids are old enough that they are wanting more responsibility. Well, they're wanting more things. They're wanting more activities and more. They just earned their own goats. They have these little kid goats right now. And how they did that, though, was I told them, well, you don't have the money to pay for me to buy these things. And I need help with different responsibilities like dishes. So if you are willing to lift part of my responsibilities, I would gladly pay for these goats. So they have been working very tirelessly to earn these goats and they've been doing really well. And it's been a fun experience for both of us. So those are some just brainstorming ideas. Another thing um, that I want to also bring up, especially when it comes to the home, something like dishes, it can be hard as a spouse to be like, yeah, but if I don't do them, who will do them? And like, maybe your kids don't want to do it. Maybe there's not something motivated motivational enough for them to do it there is also your spouse that you can rely on and this is something that I understand fully I don't like having anything more for my husband to have to do but as we talked about this for him it wasn't a big stressor to do the dishes and I absolutely dreaded it so he took on the responsibility of making sure that that was at least happening in the day and that was great with him and great with me, but I had to let it be okay with me because I was used to, that was my responsibility. You shouldn't have to worry about that. Um, Another thing that I wanted to bring up with just delegation is there's, there's a lot of other options that we have besides just delegating. You could get paper dishes and always throw your dishes away. And, and there's, There's just so many other options out there. And if you're like, well, I don't want to get paper dishes all the time, recognize that you are doing something in that thing that you don't want to do. And that's that's the biggest takeaway that I hope that you get from this podcast today is time management is great. And if you are doing all of the things and having all the structures and delegating and all these things, then and you're still feeling stressed and overwhelmed and anxious about making it to everything, then recognize if your list is 80-20. Is it 80% wants or 80% shoulds? Because if it's 80% shoulds, you are living someone else's life and that never works. It is not fun. It is not doable. It will fall apart because you were born to create your own life. You were born to live your own life. And so that is my invitation to you. I really hope that you take me up on it because truly it's there's only going to be a few people who actually follow that step because it is so simple. So I really hope that you choose to be one of the few who makes a big difference by the simple things that we can do in this world. I love you all and we'll see you next time. Thank you again for being a part of our podcast family. 
and for the difference you are making right now in the world and in the walls of your own home. If you're wanting to support parents everywhere, you can do that by leaving a rate and review. This helps so many find connection and answers they are searching for. Also, don't forget to go to WandaHoward.com and get your own free parenting blueprint. I love you all and we will see you next time.